Hi, welcome to Journeys to Mount Shasta. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Today, uh, we are going to do something very, very special because we are going to connect the energy from uh, Mount Shasta and uh, Peru as well. And of, of course, by doing that, we need to bring some uh, uh, significant uh, uh, friends to join our uh, podcast today so uh, they can be the uh, channel so the the energy can come through so before before we start this uh, podcast recording i actually did a little meditation then i visualized that i saw the energy coming up from mount shasta back to the source of the universe and also the uh, energy from peru uh, machu picchu the energy shooting up back to the source of it uh, universe and then the, they merge in the source of the universe and then coming back down to cover the entire Mother Earth. So that was a vision that I was seeing uh, when I prepared to do this uh, 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 podcasting recording and so that's kind of uh, activated in initiate the, uh, the energy flow that we're going to do today. But uh, before we introduce our special guest today, I'm going to do my usual is that uh, we're going to get the commercial out of the way first. So uh, I'm currently working for Taku Ironwear, USA.com. And then this is a company that we call the new generation of cast iron because we use a lost wax casting to do this uh, our pots and the kettles. So because of that, there are two significant uh, differences compared with the traditional sand casting, cast iron uh, cookware or products. And the first one is that because of the technology, lost wax casting, we are able to make it thinner, which also means lighter weight. And another uh, benefit of that is that uh, the smooth, uh, the service is much smoother and so you got the advantage of a non-stick feature better than other cast iron products and then along with the con continuously you're doing the seasoning after you're using then the non-stick feature will get better and better so we have a, a physical location is located in Cupertino, California this is the only location outside of Taiwan so if you have if you're interested to buy the high high-end quality of the cast iron look nowhere because this is the one you want to uh, find out the quality of the cast iron that how good it can get okay and then our company is based in taiwan and then uh, we just opened up this uh, cupertino location almost two years now so uh Welcome to check us out on takuironwearusa.com and then you can find out more information about us. So that's our commercial today. And then now I'm going to introduce our special, special guest, which uh, they signify the, uh, the two places that we are going to uh, connect the energy today. The first one, of course, is our co-host is uh, Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi there. Hi there. Thank you for having me again. This is so fun. <laughs> yes, very good. Very good. I think we're becoming like a little bit addicted to doing this because we enjoy this so much. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is about radio or Zoom, the, you can connect to more people and they can really feel who you are because you, you do random things and people, you know, it's you're kind of at a deficit. But then when they feel the energy and the stuff because you're so warm, that they get that sense. Of, and also with your company, going back to your ad, it's a very substantial company. It's very professional. You're not just floating around saying these things. You're very grounded and direct. And that re represents uh, all of our interviews are very, not only insightful, but very powerful and grounded, which I think is important right now for people to feel that safety. Yes, thank you so much, uh, Linda. Okay, enough uh, you and I talking. Yeah. <laughs> now we are going to introduce our 
very, very special guest. And then she is actually located in Peru. And uh, and then she is working with Linda for the whatever their big project they're going to do. So that's our main topic today. So uh, Jennifer, welcome on board. Thank you so much. Hi, my name is Jennifer and I'm currently living just above Cusco um, in a really beautiful archeological area um, known as the Temple of the Moon. Um, so I'm excited to be here and to thank you for the opportunity to discuss this with you and Linda. Yes, thank you so much. Then uh, uh, Jennifer, can you kind of uh, talk about your experience with the Mount Shasta first and then how you end up to Peru, Peru. right now? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really perfect because it was in Mount Shasta. I moved there from the San Francisco Bay Area in 2013. Um, and it was at that time where I almost immediately connected with Linda and um, we met through a, a mutual friend. And Linda almost immediately started advising me, coaching me really, because, you know, they say that people are called into Mount Shasta, you know, called to be there for some reason or another. And I certainly was, you know, getting to a place of what we'd say is like rock bottom, you know, in terms of um, emotional crisis. And I think it was the beginning of going through a dark night of the soul. And, um, you know, that's really where your shadow self comes to the surface. And for me, it was coming to the surface, even in my work, it was coming to the surface in my drinking, it was coming to the surface in dysfunctional relationships. And um, so Linda was coaching me to end my drinking and, um, you know, that took a while, but it happened. And, um, and then it was from Mount Shasta where my cousin called me out of the blue and asked me to go to Peru with her in 2014. And so I'm now currently writing a book about that, about coming to Peru um, and healing. And I'm writing it with 10 other women and we'll be publishing our book in December of 2022. Um, but I would say that I've heard Mount Shasta is the root chakra of the world. And my shadow selves, the pieces of me that were like my wounded inner child, um, it was probably that I had a wounding in my root chakra. And I've heard that Mount Shasta is the root chakra of the world. Um, and so going there was like a initiation process into a deeper aspect of healing. And then of course, coming to P Peru and going to the sacred sites, the mountains is also activating. And it also serves as a catalyst to go deeper into that healing. Yes, that's very good. That's very good. Thank you for sharing uh, your story with us. And uh, so how long you've been living in uh, Peru? So in 2014, when I came from Mount Shasta, it was really just for one week, right? And we went through the Sacred Valley on our way to Machu Picchu. And to me, the mountains, what they call Apus here, um, they looked like row upon row of Mount Shasta's to me. And so I recognized, I recognized the healing energy and the power of the Apus. And I knew I wanted to come back. Um, but I think I had some other work to do back in the States. Um, and uh, it wasn't until 2018 that I returned and I lived in the Sacred Valley for a year. I'm sorry, I have a puppy and she's crying to come in. Um, so yeah, I lived in the Sacred Valley for a year and then uh, came back to the States, went to graduate school um, and then returned here um, in October of this year. And I actually came back with my 80 year old mother and we went to the Amazon and that was a very healing experience to have my mother come and so I've been living here since October. Oh, wow. So 
almost almost a year, coming up to a year. Well, and she's being very modest because when I first met her, she was a big consultant, and you know she's gotten these great jobs and was making great money, and then she was going to be part of Mount Shasta Bioregional um, Association, and she was supposed to sign a contract, and they kept putting the contract off. And so she was having to really, like the mountain does, go deeper inside of herself as to what do I really want? You know, I was making this great money. I had these great clients. She was with Landmark. She was doing all kinds of progressive things. But at that point, when she left Manchester, I remember she and I had uh, dinner over at this, um, what was it, the Thai place. And she was talking about she's going to Washington, D.C. to do another big job. And I remember thinking, looking at her, thinking, oh, well, this isn't done, you know, and she's she's explaining because from the time I met her, I've never said this to anybody until recently. I said, I, you're the type of client I want. And so we kind of started off on that and we did running and we did all kinds of strange things, working out together, going for walks, talking about our lives and doing it, which continued when she went to Peru the first time and she was a the manager of a retreat center. And now we're doing this workshop together in co-facilitating because we both, for me, as, as in with you, I Ching, I prefer to do it with people that are on the same tribe because I really feel strongly about that we're all gathering together. And it's really important time that we all share this experience so that if we have a tag team and somebody doesn't relate to me, let's say, they'll relate to Jennifer or I Ching you know, so that we can get the maximum healing and also progression. It's really important part for all of us to jump off the diving board, even though at different moments we're hesitant because we go, really, where are we going? I have people ask me that all the time. You know, my answer is, I don't know. <laughs> because we there's nothing written in cement that we know where we're going and we have this fabulous affirmation and direction at this moment. I'm not saying it won't happen, but at the moment it hasn't. Good, good. Well, when Jennifer, when you were talking about Jennifer's uh, uh, career, uh, uh, previous career, kind of remind myself that uh, because of Mount Shasta, the first trip I visited Mount Shasta was back in 2011, October, within six months. I gave up my career, which I was also doing pretty good. I was a senior regional manager in the sushi company that managing the uh, entire Florida stores. So yeah, so I think that's a power of the Mount Shasta again, proven to be, you know, like real life uh, experience from pe people among like us, you know. So that was very good that uh, Linda, you mentioned about that. And uh, today, I think uh, I would like you to to talk about more with uh, your project, you know, going to a Peru retreat and perhaps maybe, you know, give us a little bit like a guided meditation. So people, uh, our friends uh, here that they can actually listen to it and actually, you know, uh, feel that, you know, uh, do the meditation with us here and then they can actually feel it. I think that would be uh, the better way and then the best way to make them realize that if they are getting called or if they're they're drawn to it or not. Okay, why, why don't we have Jennifer go ahead and kind of give the description of when they arrive yes. and we start on Saturday and then at the end I'll do a little uh, uh, journey with my drum and go through the chakras and we'll go up to the temple of the moon which is it's like a panther meadows and we'll see what the message is for people and i can do it fairly quickly it doesn't have to be a long drawn out meditation it's just very beneficial and then we'll go to the fire and have the fire bless us and then we'll come back okay great wonderful thank you both and um so I'm happy to do that. And Linda, I don't know if I should open with the Moon IQ rights. Yeah, go ahead. That would be great. I just didn't think of it. Fabulous. Yeah, 
because this is also eating it's also kind of a meditation and so like you're saying people can listen to that <laughs> um excuse me um so give me just a minute to pull that up because um you're saying people are going to listen and, and hear if they hear something for themselves in it and one of the things that we'll introduce people to um at the retreat is the andean cosmology and there's also the we'll give people the munai key rights which is an initiation into becoming a person of wisdom and power and it's based on the ancient um cosmology of the kero people the traditional people here in peru um but it was westernized by a man named alberto veloto and veloto and um so yeah one moment i'll pull those up and if people listening and you Yiching and Linda, if you can also, um, if you can also uh, get present to the four directions around you, like where's north, where's south, where's east, and where's west. And as I call out each direction, if you can raise your hand towards that direction. Um, and hopefully my puppy will be quiet in a minute. <laughs> no, I think your puppy is a good add-on, so no, no I do too. No I do too. I like it. Her, her name is Luna. That's and it's with this full moon coming up, how perfect. Wow. I'm going to mute out for a second. I'm finding it distracting, but one second. She heard you. Yeah, she just got quiet. <clears throat> okay, you can if you can drum, Linda. Okay. <clears throat> to the winds of the south, great serpent, wrap your coils of light around us. Teach us to shed the past the way you shed your skin, to walk softly on the earth. Teach us the beauty way. To the winds of the west, mother jaguar, protect our medicine space. Teach us the way of peace, to live impeccably. Show us the way <clears throat> beyond death. <clears throat> to the winds of the north, hummingbird, grandmothers and grandfathers, ancient ones, Come and warm your hands by our fires. Whisper to us in the wind. We honor you who have come before us and you who will come after us, our children's children. To the winds of the east, great eagle condor, come to us from the place of the rising sun. Keep us under your wing. Show us the mountains we only dare to dream of. Teach us to fly wing to wing with the great spirit. Mother Earth, we've gathered for the healing of all of your children, the stone people, the plant people, the four-legged, the two-legged, the creepy crawlers, the finned, the furred, and the winged ones. All are relations. Father, Son, Grandmother Moon, to the star nations. Great Spirit, you who are known by a thousand names, and you who are the unnameable one. Thank you for bringing us together and allowing us to sing the song of life. Aho. Aho. And so show us the mountains we only dare to dream of. I feel like when you're called to Mount Shasta or you're called to Peru, you're being showed the mountains that you only dare to dream of. And it works through you, it activates you. So our retreat is September 16th through the 26th. It's a 10 day retreat. We're calling it Moving Through It, and uh, this is a technology that Linda uses in her coaching practice, uh, and she was saying that when she was coaching me in Mount Shasta, we would go running, we would actually go to spin classes together, 
um, because it's not like we're going to transform and never have a problem again, right? Um, so it's just that it's the process of moving through whatever it is that you're dealing with, whatever your karma is in this lifetime, um, whatever your personal challenges are. And um, yeah, so that's why we're calling it moving through it. And the, and the retreat includes um, guided conversations to move through it with Linda, visits to sacred sites such as the Temple of the Moon, the ruins outside of Pisac in the Sacred Valley to Machu Picchu, visits to sacred mountains uh, known as Apus. We'll go to Pachatusan, Asangate, and Apu Veronica. Um, and I should say that a lot of times when people think of the sacred spiritual center of the world, they think of uh, Nepal or Tibet. Um, but actually, it kind of shifted here to Peru in the 1990s. And the Dalai Lama even came over and he went to Pachatusan. Um, and now many people think that Asangate is the spiritual center of the world. Um, Cusco, the city is actually part of that. Cusco is often called the navel of the world. Um, so like the spiritual power center and Iching, your, uh, your, um, beautiful design behind you reminds me of kind of like that idea of the navel of the world. You have the root chakra going, you have the sacral chakra in there with the orange, and then you also have the power chakra going. So it's kind of perfect, Linda, that we're going to end with going through the chakras. Um, so yes, we'll go to these sacred sites. We'll participate in a number of sacred ceremonies, including a Caro uh, um, Peruvian indigenous ceremony um called a despacho and we'll be doing that with a um uh, a shaman named vilma pineda and uh, vilma uh does a despacho ceremony and it's this beautiful process of putting cocoa leaves together into a bundle of three and it's called a, a kintu bundle and you bind it with llama fat um but you blow your prayers um into these kintu leaves and then you put it into this big bundle along with like flowers and candy and uh, other ceremonial decorations. And at one point together, we'll burn uh, this despacho. But part of, of this retreat is, yes, saying prayers for ourselves and uh, working on transformation in our own lives. But also, I feel that the world, of course, we all know, we've all been in COVID together, right? which I feel like has been a very interesting sacred pause for the world. It's giving a lot of people a lot of time to reflect. Um, but of course, there's still so much trauma happening externally in the world. And, you know, people have lost loved ones. They've been sick themselves. People have lost some jobs. And I'm not trying to be negative, <laughs> you know, but we've all been dealing with a lot. But I think that we're at coming out of that, we're coming out of that transformation. And now it's like, what kind of world do we want to create? And so coming to Peru is like a time for sacred ceremony, sacred healing, being in nature. Uh, we're going to offer people an opportunity to participate in flower baths, which is something really wonderful uh, near a retreat center that we'll be staying at. And um, I'll also give the nine Munai key rites of initiation. Uh, for each person to become a person of wisdom and power. And that really just works on each person's, um, each person energetically. Uh, and so that you're clearing your energetic system while you're here. Uh, we'll work with local guides to give talks at sacred sites like Machu Picchu and uh, the Temple of the Moon and Pisac Ruins. And we'll introduce people to the Andean cosmology of the serpent puma and the condor which we started to address in the uh, opening prayer that I gave um, to heal the past, present, and the future. Of course, the serpent, the snake, is shedding the skin of the past. The puma is coming into your power in the present, and the condor uh, teaches you to fly closer to great spirit. So we'll be staying in delightful places in the Sacred Valley in Cusco and uh, at Aguas Calientes in Machu Picchu. 
and uh, we'll have delicious Peruvian meals. There's really some wonderful Peruvian food for people to experience prepared by local chefs and then also at restaurants. And um, the retreat cost is $3,333 for 10 days. And that includes everything that I just went over. Um, we'll pick people up at the airport. It includes all the transportation and hotels in Peru, um, most of the meals. And, um, you know, except if people go off on their own for some free time uh, and they'll want to bring extra money for uh, sacred shopping here in Peru. Um, <laughs> Right, because there's a lot of fun things to buy here they, from the local. They got great, great rattles and drums and all kinds of great <laughs> tapes and all kinds of great stuff. Yes, um, and that's it. And if people want to contact me or Linda and learn more about the retreat, they can go to Linda um, Held at AO. No, 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 that's your email, lindaimheld.com, right? Right. My website. And, uh -huh. That's her website, and then and then my website is um, uh, Templo de la Luna. So I've named it in Spanish after Temple of the Moon, uh, Templo de la Luna. Um, dot com. So that's it. That's exciting, and Jennifer, yeah, that's I love very it. Very good. Yeah, now I can see the the uh, Runaiki rites, and starting with that prayer. Very powerful stuff. Yes. We'll be in ceremony most of the time. And also, like she's displaying, is that we will be personally involved because as people, you know, go through changes or hiking or whatever, different things, that's what I've learned through the years. People will get flashbacks and things will come up that they may or may not remember from this lifetime or even possibly other lifetimes there. The first time I was there, which was in 2018 when Jennifer was there, and it was the uh, New Earth activation with one of Jennifer's friends. And I, I, went, I asked, I said, well, what does that mean? And they said, well, it's in the Sacred Valley is where this new activation is actually happening. And it was just a few of us. I mean, it wasn't like a hundred people. There was five of us and one from Valley, one from Sweden, us from the US. And I can't remember somewhere else. And it was just, it's kind of continued like that. And I kind of feel that that's what's happening with this for us, besides the prayers for the world and individually. Iching, do you have any questions? Uh, no, I think this is a very uh, uh, sacred trip that people, they, uh, you can get involved if you really, uh, if you're really feeling the draw, you know, if you're really feeling it, uh, from uh, what, what we're talking about this and then you know please do not hesitate to uh, contact either Linda or Jennifer because they are very uh, powerful and they are very uh, sincere uh, coach or facilitator that I'd say that uh, can really uh, can really help you to give you some uh, different insights. Because sometimes we're living our daily life, we kind of stuck on something. It, sometimes we need something to kind of, uh, you know, shift our focus. Right. Then, you know, uh, I think being a coach, a facilitator, Linda and Jennifer, they, they were able to, you know, uh, provide that kind of, uh, you know, service for you, you know, so. Yeah, Thank and you. then while Jennifer was doing this uh, uh, meditation, uh, I feel the energy very strong coming down. So that was very wonderful. So uh, our life, we're going through so many things on in a different stage of our life. So, you know, when we're talking about ascension is not the end result, it's the no. process that we are going through. But, you know, you cannot just uh, go to one, like uh, a retreat, and then you you want everything to be lifted off or everything to be, uh, you know, started over or brand new, you know. Uh, that way, you kind of lost the fun of uh, going through all those processes. So ascension is not the end result that we're looking at. It's the life experiences that we are going through and we're learning from the, our life lessons and moving up 
moving forward and moving through it. That's right. Well, and Jennifer and I are already, for some of the people that uh, have decided to come, we're doing Zooms and getting together so that people, if they have questions or need support or, you know, just finding out where they're at. So we're open to that. It's not just that you can show, you have to show up, you know, on the uh, 16th. We can really do the preliminary and kind of, you know, talk to you and, and your concerns or whatever that might be. Because we're very open to that. And Iching, I love what you said. Um, and Linda and I talk about this all the time that we're, you know, we're all a work in progress. And I think that we're all evolving. I think humanity may be at a big evolution point right now. And yes, we hear so much about ascension, you know, and then we think that we're going to get to this place, you know, of nirvana and and maybe we will i mean honestly sometimes when i'm out here walking around the temple of the moon i you know there's horses and grasses and you know hawks and i sometimes feel like i'm actually in heaven right there's sometimes that experience and then sometimes i'll wake up the next morning and you know i'm back in my you know wounding or my inner child and grumpy and Honestly, it's just using the tools that we have to go for a walk or journal or talk to someone. And we're all going through stuff. I think that's part of our process. And you said something really important about, you know, even having fun, right? And so we don't want people to think that this retreat is like some heavy handed, we're going to therapize you. No, you know, <laughs> no, we're going to hold space. And we're going to have a lot of fun while we're at it. You know, I mean, going to these beautiful places in nature, uh, there's opportunities to participate in plant medicine like San Pedro um, or cacao, you know, so drinking the delicious and, you know, powerful cacao in ceremony are really great ways to open up. And like Linda said, not just to current life challenges, but the last time I was in a cacao ceremony, I actually saw myself as a uh, Indian woman on her deathbed in India um, very powerfully. And so, you know, we carry all of our present life experiences and I would say our past life experiences energetically in our body. And so it's so important to move through it, whether it's through yoga or walking or, you know, but also these initiations, these ceremonies, and these sacred sites will act on us energetically. And so, yeah, we're not going to come back from Peru like perfect and completely healed, but I think we'll, <laughs> you know, we can transform some things and like move into this place of power because the world needs us all to be powerful right now. Yes, uh, I think uh, Jennifer, uh, uh, she got a very good point for, for us. And then just uh, made me think about like, Yesterday, I was feeling that I have to go take a walk in uh, Palo Alto. And then I actually, on the way there, I saw two hogs, not, not at the same time, but they're flying through, you know, while I was driving on the highway. And then because my animal, spirit animal, it's a, it's a hawk, you know? And so uh, I can recognize them like uh, when they show up in the sky so in the, and then yeah but I think they go into those uh, sacred sites on the on the earth that will help us to accelerate you know because of uh, using the energy coming out from the nature that is actually very powerful because you know through our Maushasta journeys uh, podcast that we've been talking about sharing our Maushasa experience with our, our friends here. So uh, Peru will be also another very powerful, pow powerful place that, you know, it's a good place to go there and just actually having fun, you know, just like uh, Maushasa has a root chakra energy, but also the heart chakra energy and then, you know, fun energy, relaxed energy, open heart energy. 
and I believe that Peru will be also providing this kind of energy, maybe a little bit slightly different in a way, but the, everybody uh, has a different vibration and the frequency. So they will connect with a different, uh, different stage of their life. What uh, needs to be addressed at that moment, then it will happen. And then it will open up for you and you just need to surrender and then go with the flow and you will enjoy and then you will you will realize this uh, transformation uh, trip for you it's uh, you know one of the things that you have to go through you know in your lifetime peru brings it up i just want to tell one little story the gal that i went with in the first time um jennifer had sent a taxi for us but we arrived early so she wanted to jump in some taxi and that was fine with me i thought okay well, I, whatever you want to do well the guy got lost and she got more annoyed by the moment because for me getting lost is like my life is going to change because i've gotten lost lots of times and that usually and the fact that she was getting more and more annoyed each moment is a woman i realized that okay we're in for it our lives will never be the same and it was true and eventually this guy asked some runner where the um Nidawasi was and so directed us there so it wasn't a big deal but i i saw because like i said i've gotten lost lots of times wondering what does this mean what's happening why am i lost and i saw this in another person and all i could do talking about laughing i'm sure she wouldn't have thought it was funny if i was laughing at her but i was because i thought okay we're in for it this is a happening thing so, you know, even the changes sometimes are kind of out of left field. And we kind of jumped at it and there was nothing wrong with it. It's just that once we were lost, I went, okay, okay, we're in for it. We've committed to this. And, you know, that's kind of the way Peru is, you know? And even Jennifer is mentioning these baths. These rose baths are like so exquisite. The room is exquisite, the bath is. So that, that gives you joy. It's not just heavy duty process. It's a beauty treatment and a fun thing and laughing. Because the thing is, one thing that we all can do, I Ching and Jennifer and I, we can laugh at ourselves. We're on this spiritual road and we're really silly people, you know, and made some very silly choices and some very good choices. But on the other hand, we have to really laugh. And so that, you know, we all feel at one. We're all human, right? I think so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're all human and you know, I think we're here to learn from each other and we mirror each other and, you know, and so I Ching said something also important about, yes, about fun, but he also said surrender. And that's a big part of the process is surrendering. And, you know, Linda and I are there to set up things so that people don't have to worry about trying to find a cab or, you know, what hotel are you going to stay at or what sacred site should you go to we're going to organize all of that so that you really can just relax into the experience and enjoying the beauty uh but like linda always says that this is part of the journey like part of the journey uh meaning the shamanic journey really the transformational journey is buying your airline ticket getting on the flight you know dealing with COVID tests and all of these may seem like barriers but you can move through all of it and like linda and i will be here to coach you through all of that um and, or just support you through all of it um, and to have you feel safe safety is a big thing you know so that you can have that joy and have that stuff so that you feel that we're we're, we're backing you up and eaching is going to be in cupertino helping us and working with us, we'll have a team of people that may not be on the trip with us, but people that will be concerned about your journey. Because when we go on something like this, we have great backup of people who would like to have gone, but it's not the right time. But they will be saying prayers for us and really holding us in the highest esteem and light that we have the best time we can. And oh, we'll yeah. have a team of, team of people on this side also supporting, right. you know, we'll have people organizing delicious meals, people taking us on hikes, people telling us about sacred sites, um, a team of drivers, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know what somebody said to me, they said, well, I guess you have to go to Peru. You said it yesterday. 
It's like, okay, you had to go to Mount Shasta and now you have to go back to Peru. You know, and it made me laugh because it's like, you never know, you know, where spirit is going to push you, you know? And it's like, I didn't feel like it was a have to, but it was a want to because I knew I wasn't done, you know? And like Jennifer's there for this length of time, putting down the medicine. And one of the things I want to say before we do the journey is Jennifer has gone up to the, uh, the temple of the moon preparing and doing ceremony preparing for all of us to come that's where my last place of ceremony was when i left in 2019 in december so she's been preparing the land and opening the door not only with all the people there telling of who we're coming and all that but she's actually working the land and iching and i are working in mount shasta and he's having these podcasts to support it i mean you know so that he knows that we're doing good work and he wants to be a part of it. And he has his own work. He has brought all kinds of people from China and he's gonna bring more because people relate to him and feel his, again, safety and security in him. So that's why we're doing this. It's not for our ego or how we're gonna be the ascended masters or you know, whatever it is, the new word in Mount Shasta is, I'm a galactic teacher. I don't know what that means, but Whatever it is, we're doing the best we can being very human and supporting and loving people. That's as simple as it is. Yes, uh, Linda was uh, talking about the podcast again. Uh, actually, a couple of days ago, I was doing another episode with a race friend in Sedona, Natalia. Uh -huh. It's going to come out tomorrow. Uh, that was also an interview, you know. Uh, so uh, actually, doing that process, it actually made me realize uh, one of the things that Maushasa Ray want me to to see was that, and I, I, I saw that you know a couple of days ago when I was doing that episode, is that they want me to recognize myself more, how I have been through, you know, walking away from my career, you know, just to start taking the people to Maushasa, Sedona, those kind of things. And then now I go, I, I, I came back to a business field to connect more people. It's all in divine order. I follow the direction from the Mount Shasta. But you know, in Asian culture, Oriental culture, that we tend, we tend not to recognize ourselves because of our culture, right. our education, our you know, society background. But uh, that's one thing they want me to see, and I did, I did a couple of days ago, and just to recognize myself, how much I, I, uh, I walked through in my life, you know, just the past about eleven years, you know, since the first time to Mount Shasta. And another thing I want to share here with us is that uh, right after uh, Ray passed, uh, I connect. I connect with uh, one of the race friends friend and then he actually told me something uh ray want him to tell me something through him so he told me uh he said i'm going to presume the leadership more okay back then i didn't know what that means you know because when we talk about leadership we're, we're thinking about okay we're gonna leave a group of people da, 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 da. But then recently I actually realized that, and I think this is very important. I want to share with our friends here is that presume your leadership is that taking in charge of your own life. Right. That's the leadership we're talking about. You know, not necessarily you have to lead a group of people or a group of uh, followers, but is that taking in control or taking the responsibility of your life first and starting from there, then you move forward. Then you can influence more people uh, because of your life experiences, experiences or because of the energy that you share with them, that'll be wonderful. But presume the leadership is that, you know, taking the responsibility of your, your own life first. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's not like Linda and I are trying to lead anybody 
on anything except to be leaders in their own lives. Um, and just to be supportive and hold the container, the safe container for people to, if they want to process and heal, you know, um, and also transform and grow and develop and have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yes. Hey, yes. Thank you, Yiching. I'm glad you said that because I see, you know, wherever he goes and I'm with him, I don't know how to say it, but he's recognizable in his power. You know, he's just schlepping along, doing his thing. We're walking at the headwaters and looking at trees. And then this um, forest guy comes up and proceeds to tell him which is the largest tree at the headwaters. And I come to laugh because I he is already hugging that tree before. And I said, oh, he already knows what tree that is. But he was recognizable by the Forest Service guy saying, I know this guy and I want to talk to him. And he was very humble. And that's the Chinese thing. Be humble. Don't make a scene of yourself. And you weren't. But the guy who got recognized you, that you were somebody of power and somebody worth talking to. And it was important to talk to about trees. You know, you weren't talking about galactic or ascension. You were talking about a tree. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Simplicity yes. of it all, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I think they are, uh, Mother Earth is, uh, you know, uh, moving up to a, you know, higher dimension as well as our humanity consciousness, and how how we can tell that is because, uh, you know, if you if you pay attention in your daily life, you can actually see a lot of synchronicity happening everywhere, you know. So that's uh, one of the uh, evidence that we can tell that, you know, you know, our consciousness is moving up. It's a, you know, moving up to a higher uh, dimension and frequency. Yeah, and I think part of that process, at least what I've heard, is um, coming to terms with our own shadow selves. You know, whether it's for me, whether it's drinking or being insecure um, and not feeling lovable. You know, recognizing and incorporating those shadow selves is a part of, I think moving into higher consciousness and i think we're seeing it on the world stage you know with elected officials or business leaders who are you know their shadows are coming out like the me too movement where all of our shadows are coming to the surface and it's something that we have to grapple with but i think that we can transcend it by becoming leaders of our own lives and being responsible like you were saying earlier you know, but then collectively, how can we come together and be responsible and deal with things like climate change or, you know, pollution, um, you know, where women are held back in the workforce, um, the Me Too movement, Roe versus Wade. I mean, there's just the gun violence, right? There's a lot for us to address as, you know, a collective as well as individually being responsible in our own lives. And we have to feel like we're capable and powerful of doing that. And we are. Yes. We all have to be activists on some level. Whatever the, the calling is, you have to say no to our 15s or yes to women's rights or, you know, whatever it is and be willing to do that. Because, you know, the people that are alive now, that's sort of, it's like people will say to me, ask me a question about what do you think? And I said, your job is to hold the light right now and to keep the positivity that the world needs. If you can do that, we can achieve great things because we can all do what we came here to do. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's very wonderful. Uh, so Linda, do you want to lead us into like a closing meditation? We'll do it fairly quickly. And what we're going to do is use the golden light that's behind Iching. We're gonna to connect to Mother Earth and just feel the gold and have it going around our ankles and going up our lower legs, grounded in Mother Earth and raising our vibration and just feeling the gold. It's sort of like a little elixir moving through our body, going around our knees, going up our upper thighs, going up into our root chakra. All of the things that we talk about, our root chakra, our childhood, 
all of our uh, grievances and how important it is to really come to terms with that and seeing the root chakra as bright red and just seeing it like a spinning top of red and really feeling that everything is really good and okay. And then having the golden light going across your buttocks, raising your vibration protection, again, from the tip of our toes all the way up into your second chakra, your stapal chakra, that sexual, sexual energy and the power of abundance and creation where we can create babies, we can create new lives and really understand that that orange is how we manifest, not just in sexuality, but how we manifest our dreams and the importance of being clear on our intentions and moving forward and not really expounding that energy silly just really understanding really the importance of who we are as human beings and then again around your waist feeling the golden light raising our vibration and going up our back and clearing any kind of discrepancy where people may have um, gossiped about us or thought about us just clearing that and raising the vibration and going into our solar plexus the goal just like the sun and really understanding the power of what we're talking about, our own empowerment, and how we as individual people can support other people's empowerment. And sometimes with our, our um, power center, sometimes it's okay not to shine your light too bright, because sometimes that intimidates people. So sometimes it's just important to be who you are and really be comfortable in that. And then moving up into our heart chakra, seeing the Kelly Green, and what the, the heart chakra, as we've been going through this pandemic, is really learning to love ourselves and really understanding the more that we can love that shadow and those silly things we've done, the more we can be empathetic and be that person of service and really feel it in other people. Such an important time to love yourself, that Kelly Green. And then going up across your shoulders into your throat chakra. Now, this is a tricky one these last, I don't know, say two years, the pandemic. The importance of having clear communication and really being direct and kind and just really be, it's an important time to be a communicator. There's also another part about our throat chakra that if it's not appropriate, what I find myself saying a lot is don't talk. So if it's not somebody that's receptive, we don't need to get in arguments. We don't need to push the envelope. And just be secure in our throat chakra, knowing that when the time is right to be that clear communicator, we are, Echaine, Jennifer, and I are completely capable of doing that. And that's the important time. And then taking the golden light, going across your shoulders, down your upper arms, around your elbows, into your forearms. And everything that you touch in this golden light is blessed. And you are in a golden light of protection from the tip of your toes all the way to your fingertips. And then feeling that golden light through your whole body and your chakras balanced. And then going up to your crown chakra, your violet flame. And connecting what we've been talking about is the angels, the star people, the brotherhood, Melchizedek, Ray, Lillian, all of those people that are influencing our life and really understanding our crown chakra. That we are meant to have this communication with these ascended beings. And so that we can do our best work and our clearest work. And then going over the top of your head to your third eye and seeing the royal blue. And seeing that too, in the last two years, we are all seeing the world very differently. In the sense of we're seeing the things as the discrepancy of how people really are. And, I, and I'm, I'm constantly going, did I see that? Is that what's happening? Our clarity of vision is very different than it was two years ago before the pandemic. So really trusting your seeing. And if you're getting that vision of like, hold off, don't move forward, just talk to a, a dear friend and find out if that is really what you are seeing. And you don't have to be critical of it because I'm sometimes critical of myself going, did I see that? That's really kind of mean and nasty. But the truth is we are seeing the world as it really is. And it's really important. So in front of us, as we see ourselves in the golden light, raising our vibration, we have five stairs and we're going to go up to that special place. It can be the Panther Meadows. It can be uh, the Temple of the Moon and starting up and seeing yourself as you're in this golden light going up. One, we're going to go up and see what our messages are. Two, going up in our golden light. Three, 
four is it's funny that bell's ringing four and five the universe is supporting us as we go off into panther meadows or temple of the moon and we're going to look around and we have some pretty divine people there we have wayne dyer ram das charlie tom ray lillian just look around and the fire is at the end of the the, the meadow we'll go to that and see what message if either one of you have a message that you want to share with people just get the message of moving through it don't be afraid of the intimacy that we're achieving it's really our divine right and where we're supposed to be even with some of the people we have least expected or people that we didn't expect and just support people as we go through that love them be kind to them We have Buffalo Woman here. All of the women, several medicine people that I know who have passed on, really are supporting all of our work. He changed, Jennifer is mine. And they're just saying to us that this is important. So if anybody's watching this and really feeling it and having that communication, don't be surprised from the other side that you're going to be contacted by unforeseen messengers, maybe native, maybe angels, Melchizedek, Archangel Michael, Gabriel, Muriel, Raphael. So Jennifer, do you have any message? No, just only I was getting present to Kuan Yin also being in the room. And, oh, good. and one of the things I've learned about from a friend and teacher here is just the most important thing that we can do as humans is practice loving kindness for ourselves and for each other. So I was just getting a message of, you know, we're all really one, we're all really each other and just to practice being kind to ourselves and to each other. Oh, oh. Ching, you, you have anything you'd like to share, message you're getting? Well, uh, I just want to mention uh, DK Master Jokul was also present. And because uh, he he's also holding the uh, seven rays of a sacred, uh, sacred flame. Oh, nice. Okay, let's go down to the fire. When I say down, it's just at the end of the field. We're not going downhill. We're right in, in the beautiful, powerful area. And we're gonna stand in front of the fire. We're gonna feel the power and the strength of the fire. And the important part is what we've displayed in our podcast today is the vulnerability and the intimacy that we're sharing as humans and really feeling that power of the fire because that's where the true power is. We can all act like warriors and this and that, but really that tenderness and that kindness is really where we relate to each other. So just take that fire in and feel the power and the strength of it and the vulnerability and the importance of being human. Oh, now starting back, starting back from five, feeling refreshed, remembering four, coming back in, Oh, thank you, Linda. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Yiching, thank you for the conversation. Linda, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I I will I will have, uh, put up uh Jennifer your information on the description of this uh uh episode and you know of course, I have Linda's, so I will put them on. And uh, yeah, before we close out today, uh, I would like to sh uh, let our friends know that Linda and, and Jennifer, they just offer that, you know, you don't really have to decide if you want to go right now or not, but you are welcome to join their Zoom because I think that will give you a very good 
opportunity to experience to find out that you know more depth about this retreat and in order for you to make a decision for yourself you know i think well, that's I think very smart good. i agree with you i don't think you should just jump off with people in this journey you know i think it's important to feel that safety net in getting to know the people you're traveling with because it is very intimate as much as it's fun. yes 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 so yeah we will put out the information about your zoom uh, uh calendar as well so uh please uh just feel free to uh, communicate with uh, linda or jennifer i mean they're willing to help i think uh so that way we can uh we can get the best out of this okay? thank you so much okie dokie everybody thank you okay <laughs> thank you linda and jennifer again and then uh we will see you next time thank you, thank you. goodbye gracias bye bye Okay, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It now it just it was in a different place. Okay. Yeah, I my body, my whole body is so feeling nice, so warm, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. That was really good. We did yeah, a whole process. Yeah. Thank you so much, I Ching. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Linda, I love that meditation at the end and I Ching, I just love everything that you brought to the conversation. Thank you so much for your oh, support you. and and your generosity really appreciate it yeah, and thank wisdom, you. yeah your wisdom yep okay guys thank you so much and we'll talk soon okay, okay. thank you bye-bye i'll send you the recording okay thank you bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.